BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. WQAD Podcast Network. The Cities with Jim Mertens, a production of WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region, a podcast in partnership with WQAD. What's going on in the Quad Cities? Activities, events, fun, politics, sports, local issues and opinions. And now, your host, Jim Mertens. I'm Jim Mertens, and this is the City's podcast, Kids and COVID. With the federal government approving COVID vaccinations for children as young as five, what can we expect? We decided to talk with a public health official who is facing an uphill battle to get the adults in her county vaccinated. We're talking about Henry County, and we talked to the county's health department executive director, Angela Myers, from her office in Gladstone, Illinois. How difficult has it been to get adults vaccinated in Henderson County? Um, Our senior population, it has been good, but after that, from 50 to 18, it's, they're very hesitant. They don't think it's here, I guess. Yeah, and Um, you know what, and I just noticed when I looked at your state statistics, I mean, everybody seemed to want to get a vaccine in March and April, and then it falls off significantly. Is that what you saw? Yes, yes. Um, It, at first we, Well, most of the seniors were vaccinated right off the get-go. And we have been to the schools uh, and got most of the teachers, but it's that that 18 to to 50 year olds that don't feel the need for the vaccination. And I think it's- Yeah, go ahead, and you think it's why? I think that it's going to just follow through with the kids because those are the parents of, of the kids that aren't being vaccinated. So I hope I'm wrong. Um, and, you know, we're having vaccination clinics every Wednesday and we, we get a few uh, 18 years old and up or 12 years for the Pfizer because we have all three uh, vaccinations. And um, so I'm hoping I'm wrong. I, um, I've had COVID myself. Uh, I went a year and a half without getting it and testing everybody and I had it in the last month and I was fully vaccinated. But as we all know, when you are vaccinated, you have uh, hopefully lesser s- the symptoms or less severe symptoms. Well, so. I'm glad you're hearing, feeling better. I mean, did you have less severe symptoms? Um, for four days, I didn't. I didn't. I, I was pretty sick, but I'm of the older generation. And I think that sometimes, you know, we all know that at first who was in the hospital, it was the older people. And so, but I'm feeling better. I, ha- I still have some residual, but I am better. So thank you. What do you think is the issue as far as the low vaccination rate in Henderson County? Is it, is it a case of it being a rural area and people are more spread out? So they feel that if they're not in close contact with other people, they don't really need it? I think that's part of it. Uh, and at first, of course, people were abiding by the hand washing and social distance and uh, what they were supposed to do. And right now, people have gotten lax. They're tired of it. Um, 
and they want to get back to their normal life. Um, but, uh, and they, they don't want to social distance. They, you know, I, I think that it's just going to take, I don't know what it's going to take. I really don't. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, in the next few months, like I said, we have our, our clinics, um, and every week we have, you know, maybe 10 or 12, we just tick them off for the month's, uh, you know, time. And I think that eventually we'll, we'll, you know, get more, but I don't think that we're going to get that many kids. I'm hoping I'm wrong. Well, let's talk a little bit about the fact that you are doing public information. You're trying to educate the public as much. But you do know that there's this big pushback right now that they don't want to have the government telling them what to do. Is that kind yes. of what you're running into right now? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. They don't. There's there's that certain age, 18 to 50, that don't, you know, we don't, none of us like to know, be told what to do. But I think that that's the biggest problem right there. Now we're talking, with you. we're talking about the child vaccinations, which could be coming within days. So mm -hmm. tell me, how important do you think that is? Because, I mean, you've talked to kids in schools. You have treated people 15 years and older already. How critically important do you think it is that vaccinations would reach down to kids that are five years and older? Well, I think that to get rid of our masks, and that's what they want to do, I think that it's very important that the children do get vaccinated. So... And I think that that will help us to get back to normalcy the, fairly quickly. The big argument, of course, is that the children don't necessarily get as sick as the adults do with COVID-19. But I do know that public health officials often point out the spread is so easy that a child can pass it on to an older person or a person who has problems with their immune system. Is that the biggest uh, lesson that you're trying to pass on to people when it comes to perhaps vaccinating children? Yes, it is. Kids like to touch each other, and especially in a school setting. And if you have a child, you know, comes to school with some mild symptoms and they're playing, even if they have their mask on, they pull them down and get them below the nose. And um, so, yes, I, I think that that's, that's going to be the key. <laughs> You know that there's a lot of adults that were more than happy to get a COVID vaccine. They wanted to get this in their rearview mirror as quick as possible. And they're probably want to be the first ones to get their children vaccinated as well, especially because we're kind of on this timeline right now that if you right. vaccinate a child now, you get the second vaccination by Thanksgiving and then right. you're fully immune perhaps by the middle of December. In other words, get a shot for the holidays. That's right. Do it. Give yourself a present. There you go. So do you think that you're going to be real busy in the very first few days? Um, I hope so. Uh, we plan to go to the schools to when, especially when the kids uh, vaccinations come up, you know, are finalized uh, to have clinics out there. Um, I'm not real sure how many of the teachers we vaccinated close to 100 teachers at West, our, our West Central. And um, just a handful of those have had the booster. So I'm not real sure how many of those are gonna have the booster, but we, we plan to have clinics. We plan to go to basketball games uh, once or twice to, to open up a clinic for that. Um, so we're, we're trying every angle that we can. You have heard of the term twin-demic, which is being passed around right now, where you have both the COVID pandemic and fears of a tougher flu season. There yes. is a, a fear among health professionals that since the flu wasn't that big last year, 
that we have no idea what's going to be the toughest strain this year, and thereby the flu season could be much worse. Yes, yes. And we all know that, you know, they both mimic each other. You, have, you can have the same symptoms with either, either flu uh, or the COVID, other than the taste and smell. That seems to be, you know, one of the uh, separate ones. So. So, so do you also see in Henderson County much of a pushback against the flu vaccine as well? Uh, we just started our flu vaccines clinics um, and it hasn't been real big, but here in Henderson County, we have trouble getting the word out and cause we have no TV station, uh, you know, other than uh, the local TV stations or radio. And uh, it's just hard to get information out there when you're going to have your clinics, but we try as hard as we can hanging up flyers and things like that. Um, so I'm hoping our clinics for the flu will pick up. Because I know we visited you last year, in fact, when you were just doing the testing. And that yes. was a monumental task for your health department to get that done. And you needed enough testing kits. And that was a problem as well. I mean, do you have a problem getting to all the parts of the county as far as the vaccine is concerned? And, and do you have plenty of supplies? We do have plenty of supplies. And of course, in Henderson, at the health department, we, we don't have many staff. So it takes us all. And we do, we still are doing the testing as, as well as the vaccine. And we are gonna go to uh, four of the major towns uh, to, to give a flu clinic uh, and take, we will take the COVID um, vaccinations with us too. So hopefully maybe we can pick up a few more like with that. Yeah, that's kind of an interesting thing is that if you're offering the flu shot, which somebody might be less hesitant to get to also have the, the COVID shot. And, and you've been saying the health departments all around the country have been saying getting both shots at the same time is just fine. It's yes, we've, we've done that and I have not had any reports of any problems. So Henry County Health Department Executive Director Angela Myers. Thanks for listening to The Cities with Jim Mertens. And watch The Cities Thursday nights at 7, Sunday afternoon at 4, and Monday night at 6 on WQPT-PBS for the Quad Cities region. WQAD Podcast Network.